0: Alhamdulillah. And peace be upon you, all of you, all of you, all of you, all of أن all of you. I pray for the Lord of the Lord الله the الله in the name الله فَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ بِنَفْسٍ وَجِلٍّ فَأَنذِرْهُ مِنَ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ عَمَّا يَصِفُونَ وَسَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ اللَّهُمَّ صَلِّ عَلَى سَيِّدِنَا مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ ومبارك اللَّهُمَّ
1: every woman ultimately wants two things in her life, itminan and barakah. And alhamdulillah Allah ta'ala has sent us the most perfect deen which will have itminan and barakah in it. But what's amazing is that many women say that they don't have itminan. They say I get sad, I get depressed Whenever something small happens I'm not able to function I don't feel like doing anything If I have a problem with my husband Or a problem with in-laws Or there's a problem with children Or any problem happens with my life I don't know what happens to me I don't even feel like making dua I don't feel like sitting on the musalla I don't feel like reading Quran I get this state of apathy And my heart becomes sad Many women say that to us Second, the same thing they'll also say about barakah. they say, I don't know, nothing is going right in my life. I feel like I'm doing so many things but not doing any one of them well. I'm not being a good enough mother as I should. I don't feel I'm being as good enough wife as I should. I'm not being good enough in my deen. I'm not doing well enough in my profession. I feel like I don't have barakah in my time. I don't know where the time goes. So isn't it strange that if a woman, she's on deen of Islam, she's mu'mina, And this is the deen of itminan and the deen of barakah. And she's a mu'mina muslimah, but she says she doesn't have this itminan, she doesn't have this barakah. So there are many reasons for that. One major reason may be because of our sins. So remember, whenever you commit a sin, you will have to face the consequences of that sin. Allah says in the Quran, an That whomsoever does any sin, any evil, bihi, they will have to face the consequences of it, they will have to face the repercussions of it. And so, this, both of these things can be consequences of our sin. That we don't have itman in our heart, and we don't have barakah in our life. But sometimes, we have also observed that there may be a woman who, mashallah, she is pious. She wears hijab, she prays salah, she doesn't sin. But even then, she doesn't have this itminan in her heart. And she doesn't have barakah in her life. And the reason for that is that she is not making zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a mistake many women make is they think that zikr is optional. They think zikr is optional. So I want to show you some things today to make you reconsider whether you really want to think that zikr is optional. First thing is that whenever shaitan wants to attack us, when he wants to prevail upon us, Allah says in Qur'an, (laughs) استحوذ عليهم الشيطان faansa ذكر الله That shaitan attacked them and he prevailed upon them and he afflicted them and what did he do? He made them forget the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that means if we're not making zikr, then shaitan doesn't even need to prevail upon us. It means we have opened up our heart and mind both to his waswasa, to his whispers. At least if we were doing the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, there was some shield between us and shaitan, some protection that he felt he had to attack. But if you're not making zikr of Allah Ta'ala, then it's open. Anytime and every time, that's why if you feel, oh, sometimes I have doubts, I have uncertainties, I second-guess myself, I don't have confidence, I'm not sure. Huh? All of that is because of shaitan. And shaitan is able to do all of that in his waswasa because we're not making the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Second reason, especially women, you should understand that doing zikr doesn't mean you won't have any problems in your life. Everybody will be tested in their life. Everybody will have difficulties. Allah Ta'ala says in That Allah Ta'ala is going to test you and see which one of you is ahsan in their amal, which one of you is the most noble and best and most virtuous in what you do. The difference is, is that if a woman does zikr, the difficulties that she has in her dunya, they won't affect her deen. The hassles that she has in dunya, they won't affect her deen. No matter how tough a time she may be having in dunya, her deen will remain constant, her deen will remain steadfast. You know, there was one great wali of Allah SWT, her name was Rabia Basriya, Muhammadullah Aleyha. And once she was sitting with some people and she asked them, that, what does it mean to love Allah subhanahu wa taala?" So, one person said, it means to spend all your money on Allah taala." One person said it means to give your life for Allah subhanahu wa taala. So then, when it was her turn and she explained, she said to truly love Allah subhanahu wa taala is to love Allah taala equally and to feel mushahada, to feel as if you worship, such that you're seeing Allah taala equally strongly, whether in good times or bad times. That no matter what is happening in your life, it doesn't affect your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa taala. Why does she say good times? Because it sometimes happens when a woman is good times, so she turns to leisure, or pleasure, or luxury, or recreation. She becomes lax, she becomes lazy, and she doesn't engage in as much ibadah and zikr. And she gets so busy enjoying the blessings that Allah has given her, and she forgets to enjoy her own relationship with Allah. So Rabbi Basri said, no. That no matter how many good times, no matter how many bounties and blessings Allah Ta'ala sends upon you, still you prefer ibadat over every leisure. You have your pleasure in ibadat is greater than every other pleasure. Your relationship with Allah Ta'ala is more important than every other relationship. And similarly, sometimes when a person is in bad times, well, then they get worried and then all of their attention is diverted to problem-solving, troubleshooting. And because of that, sometimes again, their ibadah goes down, they feel distant from Allah Ta'ala. Rabbi Basri said no. That no matter how much of a tough time you may be in, no matter what difficulty Allah Ta'ala may have sent upon you, you still love Allah SWT as much as you always did. Sometimes we explain it this way, that this means this is true love. Why? Because true love would be that you tell Allah Ta'ala, that ya Allah, I don't love you just for what you do for me. Because if you love Allah Ta'ala only based on what He does for you, then you will love Him more in good times, and you will love Him less in tough times. But that's not real love. So you will say, Ya Allah, I don't love you just for what you do for me. I love you for who you are. I love you no matter what. Huh? And that's what you want, husband and wife. This is the sentence you're supposed to say to each other, right? That I love you no matter what. I don't love you just for what you do for me. I love you for who you are. Huh? So if this is the real love in relationships, so this should not this be the real love that we feel in our relationship with Allah Subhanahu. So Rabi'a Basri was a woman of great insight, great love for Allah Taala. She'll also be there on the day of judgment, and you will also be there on the day of judgment. What if Allah Taala says that look, a woman could become like this, hmm? well, I want to tell you openly, you have to make a lot of effort. A lot of effort to get this love for Allah Ta'ala in your heart, this zikr for Allah Ta'ala in your heart. So that brings me to the next point, is that some women, they think that, no, you know, it's just not the type of person I am. I'm not a person who can make zikr of Allah Ta'ala. I'm not a person who can make zikr of Allah Ta'ala. No, Allah Ta'ala said in the Quran, Ya allaha it's for every single believer has to make the zikr kathir It has nothing to do with your personality, your temperament, your background, your inclination. Each and every one of you has to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Second, to make it even more clear that it's for women, to make it even more clear that it's for women, Allah Ta'ala said, Quran, وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِينَ وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ Zakirin, the male believers who remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. Zakirat, the women believers who remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. So it means that there is a word in Qur'an called Dhakirat. Every single one of you, your life mission is to become the living, breathing embodiment of every teaching of Qur'an. It means it's not optional. The whole reason you were given existence and blessed with iman is to follow Qur'an al-Kareem. It means you must want to become one of the zakirat You have to make some effort to become one of the zakirat Then some women say that, no, I'm too busy, I don't have time to make zikr. Right? So maybe she'll say, I'm too busy because of the housework, or I'm busy because I'm teaching, or I'm busy because I'm studying, or if you work in any job that is halal, and that is to be determined case by case with the muttaqi mufti, that whether the way you work is halal and you're preserving your hayal, but if you are working in such a way, maybe you'll try to say that, that I'm too busy because of work. No. You can never be too busy to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look, if I were to tell you anything that I add to your time, for example, if you teach, I say you have to teach one more period a day, you would find, within 24 hours, you would find the time to do it. You would teach one more period a day. You would readjust your schedule to create 30 minutes, 45 minutes extra to teach. If, mashallah, you get a bigger house, huh? and you expand and you get renovation, so now you'll find extra time to clean that extra room. huh? It's so strange. You can upgrade your house and find the time to manage a bigger house and clean a bigger house and at the same time you want to tell me that you can't find the time to make the zikr that cleans your heart? Hmm? Then some women make another mistake. They say, oh, we can't make zikr of Allah ta'ala because we're too busy being mothers. Okay, for short answer I would say, if you have three children and you say this to me, But then I hear one, two years later, you had a fourth child. So where did you make the time to take care of the fourth child? Hmm? If you're so busy and you didn't have any time at all extra while being mother of the first three children. And more importantly, and this I want you to hear very carefully with your heart. That if you say, I'm too busy being a good mother to do zikr of Allah SWT, what does that mean? What are you trying to tell me? What you're saying is that I'm too busy making food for my children, taking my children to school, picking them up, going over their homework, putting them to sleep, making sure they're bathed, all right. But all of those things, an atheist mother does all of those things also. Where is the aspect of your iman in your motherhood? Where is your deen in your motherhood? Do you think being a good mother to your children is just about these things? No. You also had to be a good spiritual mother to your child. You had to be a zakira um to your children. Why? Because when you make the zikr of Allah, Allah, Allah said in Qur'an, Allah bi zikr Allahi kulub, that indeed only in the zikr of Allah subhanahu ta'ala will the heart find itminan. Your children were supposed to get that itminan in their heart from your heart. But if you weren't making the zikr of Allah So fine, maybe you were a mother In the sense that you fed them You are a mother in the sense that you clothed them You were a mother in the sense that you educated them But you were not a mother You failed to put the itmanan from your heart Into their heart The actual Islamic part of the mothering The spiritual part of the mothering You failed at that entirely And there's no difference between you and an atheist mother So that's not the right concept of motherhood Now I'll tell you more The children before their balik so roughly when they're from, from birth to 11, 12 years old, they're what we call masum. What does masum mean? Masoom means that they can never sin. It doesn't mean they may be naughty, they may be rascals, they may run around, they may misbehave, they may talk back to you. They may misbehave, but that will never be qualified as a sin. It means no matter what they do, a black spot will never come onto their heart. See Akreem sallallahu alayhi wa a hadith in Sahih Muslim, that when a person does a sin, then a stain comes on their heart. A black spot comes on their heart. But for the children, that's not the case because they're masoom. So what does that mean? Why is this important to you? It's important to you because your children from birth to 11, 12, until they attain physical maturity, their hearts are masoom. Their hearts are pure. Now the hearts the hearts that are pure will necessarily and automatically always be inclined to the hearts of the Zakirin and Zakirat. That's why you will see that children are very attracted to our Shaykh, and they love Shaykh, and they look at Shaykh, and they stare at Shaykh, and they want to be with Shaykh, and they happen to be with Shaykh. Why? Because their hearts are masoom. And because their hearts are masoom, even no matter how naughty they may be, their qalb is pure. They have kalbun saleem And their hearts are necessarily attracted to the hearts of zakirin. Now why am I telling you this? Because if you made the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in your heart. The method our teaches teach Zikr Al-Qalbi. If you were able to fulfill your spiritual heart with the Zikr of Allah then the hearts of your own children would be inclined towards you, attracted towards you, and they would be nourished by the itmanan that is in your heart. That's what it means in Islam to be a mother. You see, when you pick up your baby or infant and you clasp them to your chest, okay, one thing is they get the warmth of your embrace, one thing is you caress them but when they were holding them their kalb was supposed to get the nur in your kalb, their kalb was supposed to get the itmanan of zikr that was in your kalb, and if you don't do any zikr, or you say you're too busy for zikr, so you picked up your child and brought him all the way to your chest but because you say you were too busy for zikr, then you didn't do zikr so your kalb was ghafil your heart was empty of this nur, so your child came so close, but he goes away empty of that nur. Empty of that nur. You failed at being a mother. You failed at being a mother if you don't make the zikr of Allah so much that the itmanan from that zikr that comes in your heart, it goes into the children's heart. And the children because they're masum, you will become the qibla of their heart. Now there's another reason this will help you. Because when they do cross puberty, physical maturity, 13 onwards, now they're teenagers Now they'll be out in the world. How much can you protect them from school, from friends, from people? But... If you were a zakira mother, you did zakira kalbi, then if the children for 12 years, their hearts were inclined towards your heart, for 12 years that will make a permanent bond, and even when they've crossed maturity, they will still take their deen from you, they will take their values from you, they will learn from you, they will respect you, they will obey you, because you were the qibla of the heart for 12 years. But if you didn't make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, then those 12 years, the children's hearts were not attached to yours. They remained unattached. And after 12 years of the heart being unattached, when they get maturity and they meet friends in school and teachers, they go out there, then somebody else or something else will become the qibla of their heart. You would have failed at being a mother. So don't think that being a mother is just, oh, I'm too busy, I have to clean bed, the diapers and make their bed and this and that. You're not giving them the nourishment of the heart. You're feeding their stomach and you're not feeding their heart. That's not a mother. Where's the iman in your mothering? You should be more concerned about feeding their kalb and their ruh. With the nur and the minan of zikr of Allah Taala, Even more than you're concerned about feeding their stomach with food. And their mind with education. That's called mothering in Islam. When the mothers were zakirat then they gave birth to people like Shaykh Abda Qadid when the mothers were zakirat they can give birth to someone like Imam Bukhari or when the mothers are zakirat they have daughters like Rabia Basri. You have to become zakirat it's part of being a mother How dare you think that I'm being a mother means I can't do zikr It's completely wrong completely wrong way of thinking So the more mother you are the more children you are the more zikr you have to do and then when they become adult, when they cross maturity, now they will decide who to listen to. Who will they take as their role model? Huh? Who do they want to be like? If you were Zakir mother and for 12 years, your Qalb was the Qibla of their club, your heart was the center of attraction for their heart, they will tell you, I want to be like you. They will take everything from you. And if you don't, but well, Allah Ta'ala Himself will tell your children in Qur'an, وَلَا تُطِمْ مَنْ أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبَهُ أَن ذكرنا. Allah Ta'ala says in Qur'an to every insan that don't obey, don't listen, don't follow, man, anyone and every such one, أَغْفَلْنَا قَلْبَهُ That Allah Ta'ala says that we have made their heart empty on ذِكْرِنَا from our zikr. Means that if a heart doesn't have the zikr of Allah in it, Allah Himself tells people, don't be attracted to that heart, don't follow that heart, don't obey that person. But then you will come to me, huh? and your children are 14, 15, 16, and the child doesn't obey you. What can I do for you at that point? When you failed to follow the Islamic teachings, you didn't make zikr al kalbi you weren't zakr a mother, you didn't attract the children's hearts to you, now your children's hearts have found another direction, another attraction, and you're still not doing the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in your heart, what can I do for you? Hmm? So don't ever think I'm too busy to do zikr. You can never think like that. So for those of your mothers, I made it clear. Those of you work, I made it clear. If your boss told you instead of at 9 a.m. from tomorrow, you have to come at 8.30. Within 24 hours, you will adjust your whole schedule and you'll give work one more half hour. Why can't you give half hour for zikr al-qalbi? Hmm? So you have to make the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have to learn from mashaykh the zikr al-qalbi. It has real itminan. Allah <laughs> be zikrillahi tatma And your spiritual heart will get itminan from the zikr. Look, your mind may get itminan from talking to a friend or reading something. Your body may get itminan from doing fitness and exercise. But your spiritual heart will only get itminan by making the zikr of Allah. Ta'ala. And I want to tell you another thing openly. Although we love all of you and all Gujarati women, but you have to make time for your zikr. What does that mean? That means less baking, less sewing, less savouries, less homemaking. You can't, it's very simple, we explain it to people in a very simple way. You have two choices in life. You can either have the extras of dunya, or you can have the extras of deen. Nobody gets both, it's not possible. You cannot do both. If you want the extras of deen, you'll have to give up some of the extras of dunya. And if you keep insisting on the extras of dunya, believe me, you're missing out on the extras of deen. I think if I were to say, there's a certain amount, yes, of work you have to do in the kitchen, reasonable level, tolerable level, for yourself, your husband and children. The rest is israf, the rest is excess. Okay, every now and then, special gathering, your mom comes, your parents are visiting, that's different. But on a regular basis, no. I think some of you are in really the situation that if all the baking and extra, what I would call, according to my standard, not yours, according to my standard, right? What I would classify as extra baking and extra cooking, if you were to give all that time to zikr instead, maybe some of you would already be the wali of Allah. Ta'ala. Yes? Huh? When are we going to learn to decorate our heart and do some sprinkles and glaze on our heart? huh? What are we going to apply the glaze of manafat and the sprinkles of taqwa huh, on our heart? Your heart is your real savory, real thing you have to bake. Decorate your heart. That's what Allah Ta'ala is going to look at. Hmm? So you, it's your choice. It's your choice. You want the extras of dunya or you want the extras of deen? It's your choice. The zikr is not going to come on its own, it's not going to fall on your lap, it's not going to happen automatically, you will have to reach for it, you will have to work for it, you will have to make it happen. And that's what you're not doing. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهُدُوا فِينا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبْلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Our Mashaik and especially our Shaykh often recite this verse. Because he's trying to remind us that we constantly have to strive constantly, continuously striving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see, dina amanu آمَنُوا doesn't mean a person who has iman for a few minutes and doesn't have iman. No. dina amanu means a person who always has iman. Just like that, dina Jahudu means a person who is always making jahud, a person who is always striving, struggling, exerting themselves to get closer and closer to Allah subhanahu So you have to have that in your life. You have to be constantly seeking Allah Ta'ala. That's why in Mashaikh they later gave this Tazkiyah, this process of purification of the heart. They gave it another name in Arabic, it's called saluk. Why? Because saluk means to travel, to journey. They wanted a woman to feel that you're Salika. You're traveling, you're journeying on this path to get closer to the pleasure and mercy of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. So when you view yourself as a Salika, as a journeyer, as a traveler, so you know you need to get moving. You need to move. You need the provisions for the journey. You need the path that outlines the journey. The path is called salsun The guides of journey are Mashayikh. The provisions are your own zikr, your amal, your mujahidah. So you need to become journeying on the siratul mustaqeem. It's not enough to stand on siratul Mustaqim. We have to travel siratul mustaqeem. So you have to make effort for the zikr. And you can do it. I've shown you now through many examples. You can do it, you can make the time. You do have the time, but you're choosing to do other things with your time. It's just a matter of choice, that's it. It's not that the zikr is difficult. No, it's not difficult at all. It's just your choice, whether you give it the time and give it the effort. If you were to give it whatever time you can generally afford, and whatever effort you're generally capable of, that would open up this whole line of zikr to you. You see, Allah said in the Quran, لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وسعها. Allah does not burden a person beyond their ability. So He's told us, it, it, it is in our wus'ah. It is definitely in our range of ability and capability to remember Allah a lot. We're just choosing not to do it. Can you imagine that? Huh? Can you imagine that? That you would be happy in this world with someone like that? If you tell me, oh, my husband could spend time with me, but he chooses not to do so. Instead he spends time with friends, or he's always on computer, or he's playing games, or he plays golf, or whatever. So you get upset, right? That it was his choice. He chose something else over me. So it's the same thing, we're doing that with Allah ta'ala. We chose kitchen over musalla. Allah, can you believe it? Huh? We chose oven, instead of sitting and baking our kalb in the oven of marakabah and zikr-i kalbi. We're putting all other types of things in the ovens of the world. So you have to choose carefully, you have to become strong and steadfast indeed. A lot of the women, you are stuck in your comfort zone. You're just cruising in life. No, you have to shake it up. You have to be striving. Don't let yourself get too comfortable and well settled, right? This is why, this is what Rabbi Masri said, when things are good, you become lazy. So first of all, what happens is that you okay, you want, that okay, I want to have children, Allah gives you children. Then you say, I want daughters and sons, Allah give you both. Then you say, okay, I want a separate place, Allah will give you that. Now what? Right? Now you say, sir, you gave me everything, now I give myself to you. No. What happens is we get settled in these comforts. We end, this, end up in this comfort zone. We get settled and enjoying and enjoying. No, 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 no. The she she's never settled. She does she She's restless. Our teaches that this ishkeli lahi it makes the ashik restless. It makes this, this love for Allah Ta'ala, makes the lover restless in their love. They're bechen, They're restless. They keep striving, keep yearning. They want more and more Allah Subhanahu. They can't never get enough of the qurb of Allah Subhanahu. You have to make yourself like that. You know, Sayyida Fatima she used to make so much salah. One day she prayed, she made niyat, and this was in the hot summer in Arabia where the nights are short. So she made Niyat to two rakats in tahajjud, and she was praying, 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 and she was enjoying so much, that then from the, her peripheral vision, she saw the first rays of light coming, which she realized that tahajjud time is ending, and fajr is starting. So then she completed her prayer, she said salam, and she raised her hand, she made dua, that, Ya Allah, what has happened to your nights, that they're no longer long enough for two rakats of your Fatima? Look at the way she's talking to Allah, Allah, huh? she's enjoying, huh? She's in love with Allah S.W.T. Rabbi Basriya, she used to worship the night. One incident matter, once she worshiped the whole night. Allah Akbar. Whole night including hajjul. Then she prayed Fajr. Then she kept making Ibadah till Ishraq. Then she prayed Ishraq. And she sat down after a shock to do more ibadah. And her eyelids became heavy. And she started getting drowsy. And her eyes started closing. And immediately she raised her hands. And she said, Allah, <laughs> Oh Allah, I seek refuge in you. I ask you save me from having such eyes that they tire and they become sleepy in your worship. Allah Akbar, look at these women. Huh? They're seeking Allah Ta'ala, loving Allah Ta'ala, reaching out to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Huh? Is that what you all say in all your relationships? You want the person to reach out to me, my children don't reach out to me, my children don't give me extra time. Huh? Are you reaching out to Allah Ta'ala? Are you giving Allah Ta'ala extra time? Hmm? You have to be serious in deen. you have to become zakirat. You will enjoy, you will find a new pleasure more pleasurable than all the flavors and delicacies and savories. More pleasurable than all the furnishings and patterns and textiles and matchings. More pleasurable than every countertop and every kitchen set. You can find much more pleasure in the zikr of Allah. You will enjoy. You will become zakirat. You will get the itminan of the qalb the delights and joys of the spiritual heart. Hmm? I'll give you an example. That every, Allah has given us ability to have different happinesses. So yes, the eye has a happiness that you could look at a beautiful scenery or you look at beautiful decoration that gives your eye some pleasure, okay? Ear has a happiness, you listen to some nice thing or some nice kidat of Qur'an, you get a certain pleasure. Your touch you may like touching some velvet or silk or something like that. Allah gave your hand touch to have some pleasure. But infinitely more than this is the feeling of pleasure Allah gave the qalb. The pleasures and delights and delicacies of the spiritual heart are much, much more than the pleasures and delights of every other part of us. Every other part of us. Even a person's mind, they say, oh, I came up with a brilliant idea, or I can't, enjoy it. Much more enjoyable than that is when they do the zikr of Allah Ta'ala from their heart. So if, mashallah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed you with izzat, Allah Ta'ala has blessed you with wealth, Allah Ta'ala has blessed you with health, with safety, you're protected. You're not one of the million refugee Muslim women in the world. You're not one of the million widows Muslim women in the world. You're not one of the many widowed women who've lost their children in warfare and conflict Muslim women in the world. Allah has given you so many comforts, so much izzah, so many bounties, so many blessings. So why not become the crazy, mad, passionate lover of Allah SWT? Why not give your heart entirely to Allah Taala? You should learn to make the zikr and Qalbi. You should make the zikr. You should go after it. You should say, no, now I want the delight that is in zikr. Yes, and it took you, It didn't, you didn't, the first, very first time you sat for the kitchen, you don't know how to cook. You had to work at it. You had to learn. You had to spend time. Sometimes you had to cook the thing two, three, four, five, six times. Same thing in zikr. It's not gonna happen the very second you sit down. You'll have to sit and keep sitting. And keep sitting and keep sitting and sit more. You get distracted, sit more, you get thoughts, sit more, you feel tired, sit more, more and more. It's when you do more and more zikr, then you will benefit. This is not means Allah Ta'ala saying in the Qur'an, "Uzkarullah Zikr al That make zikr of Allah, ta'ala, zikr al Make it more and more and more. You see when Allah Ta'ala says the word kathir, you can just imagine, huh? When Allah Ta'ala says the word kathir, that Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an, Mata that he calls this entire universe and every single thing in it Khalil, and he tells us to make a zikr that is kathir, Allah Akbar, huh? So it means make zikr that is more and more and more. So you have to sit more. Few minutes a day, three, five minutes a day, once a day, every other day. It's not going to cut it. You have to make more zikr. More zikr. You will get this itminaan in your heart. Then the second thing I told you, you will get blessings. Yes, you will get the blessings from Allah Ta'ala. That also Allah Ta'ala makes clear in Qur'an. Allah Ta'ala says in Qur'an, Ya أَيُّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنَا ذْكُرُ اللَّهُ ذِكْرًا asila, that you should also glorify and remember that your Allah is amazing every morning and every evening. So, okay, Ya Allah, let's say a woman says, okay, Ya Allah, I'll make the zikr al-Kathir, I'll do subasham, I'll do morning and evening zikr, I'll do your tasbih and hamd. What will I get? So Qur'an, says the Qur'an, yusallu alaykum. Allah Taala is that being, He Himself will send salawat directly on your heart. wa malaikatuhu, and each and every single angel. All angels will send salawat on your heart. You salli alaykum. If some of you are studying in madrasa, you know mudar is for istimrar. You salli alaykum. Allah ta'ala and all of His angels will constantly be sending salawat upon you.
0: Allahu
1: Akbar. Person you felt was the wali of Allah Ta'ala. He told you, okay, once I made du'a for you at tahajjud. Oh, your heart would melt. You said, they made du'a for me once. And you would have yakin that that will have benefit for me. And my life will change. And the du'a will be accepted. And Allah Ta'ala is telling you in Qur'an, if you make zikr kathir, you make yourself from the zakirat, then what will happen is that, Allah Ta'ala and all the angels will send salawat on you all the time. Allah Akbar. Now you tell me, is that optional? So when you say you're too busy to do zikr, let me tell you what Qur'an is teaching you. Qur'an is teaching you, you have to rephrase your sentence. You're saying that, no, I'm too busy to do that zikr, which makes Allah Ta'ala and all angels send salawat on me. I'm too busy to get the salawat of Allah Ta'ala and angels on my heart. Are you crazy? Huh? What are you busy doing? What in the world is it that you're doing that could be more important than getting the salawat, salutations and blessings and mercy of Allah Ta'ala on your heart and the salawat and salutations and blessings and mercy of all angels. And all angels means all angels. This includes the greatest angel, the angel Jibreel So understand, before Qur'an was revealed, the angel Jibreel only had one duty from the very beginning of time up till then, his only duty was to bring wahi to Anbiya. That's it. To bring revelation to the prophets. But when Quran was revealed, to who Then Jibreel was given a new duty. So I'll give you a story as if Allah tells Jibreel that, O oh my Jibreel, up till now your only job was to send wahi unto the heart's gloob of Anbiya. But now your job is to send salawat unto zakirat mu'minat of Ummat Mustafa. And you will keep sending salawat on them And keep sending salawat on them Now your duty of sending wahi is finished Because Nabi Karim s.a. Al-Khatham al-Nabiyin There's no more Nabi So now you have a new duty And those zakirat, mu'minat Now you will constantly be sending salawat on their heart Can you imagine that? Allah ta'ala deputed the angel Jibril To send salawat on your heart When you make the zikr al-kathir You're going to tell me you're too busy for that? Huh? You don't have time for that? Or it's not your temperament, it's not your mizaj, it's not your personality. Allahu Akbar. Who will lead you, Salih alaykum <laughs> mimala, ikatuhu liyukrijukum to take you out? What is going to happen when the salawat come? Liyukrijukum min alzulmati ila nur. Allah Taala will take you out from the salawat. From the darkness of your depression, darkness of your sadness, darkness of your loneliness, darkness of tension, darkness of stress, darkness of anxiety, darkness of sin. He will take you out from all zulumat, from all the darknesses, ila nur, into the nur of his rahmah, nur of hidayah, nur of his kurb. Hmm? You want to tell me that's optional? You want to tell me you don't have time for that? Allahu Akbar this is Qur'an, Azim ash me and you were given iman only for one reason, that is to become living Qur'an. There's no other reason we have iman. We're being untrue to this iman unless we follow, practice, and live entire Qur'an. And Allah is not done. How much blessings, can you imagine? How many more blessings could you have in your life? So see when the woman says, I don't have barakah in my time, barakah in this, they said, because you're not doing the zikr. You don't make zikr kathir." If you did zikr kaseer, you tell me, if Allah Ta'ala and angels are sending salawat on a woman, will she have barakah in her life or not? You answer the question. Huh? If Allah Ta'ala and His angels are sending salawat on that woman because she's doing zikr kaseer, will she have ithminan in her life or not? Is it possible that anybody can think that no, even if Allah Ta'ala and all angels send salawat on me, I will still not have barakah. It's, no way. <laughs> Impossible. Impossible. So you have to take this being from the Zakirat, seriously. You have to take it seriously. <laughs> Alright. So now we have to do one more thing with you today. Very easy. We have to teach you how to become from the Zakirat. Yes. This is the Karam. This is the, uh, the grace, the gracious favor of our Mashaiq and all the Allah. They actually made a path for me and you to become Zakirin and Zakirat. And that path is laid out with the golden bricks and diamond tiles and ruby and ruby and gem-studded pearls of their own effort and their own du'as. Huh? Yes, that's called tariqah. Tariqah is a path that is lovingly laid out from the efforts of the Uliya and Mashaykh for me and you to smoothly glide upon to get the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now listen, how our Masha'iq will teach, how, to be, how our Masha'iq teach you to become, and us also, to become zakirin and zakirat. So number one. Number one thing we want you to do is fix your salah. Allah ta'ala said in Qur'an, وَاَكِمْ Dikri that is, is salah for my remembrance. And a lot of us, we have this problem. And a lot of you must have this problem. That when you pray, you don't feel anything. And specifically, when you pray, you don't remember Allah. And part of the reason is that because when you pray, you don't even make that intention. So it's time for Zohar, I need to pray. Now, I want you every time to complete the sentence according to Quran. I need to pray in order to remember Allah. Oh, it's time for Zor, it's time for me to remember Allah. Oh, it's time for us, it's time for me to feel the zikr of Allah in my heart. That's, you have to start talking about salah like that. You have to start thinking about salah like that. When you stand in your musallah, janamaz when you stand, make niyat, don't just make niyat of salah, make the whole sentence, that I make niyat, that I'm praying for uqat fard, salatul dhuhr for the sake of Allah ta'ala, facing the qimlah, right? And in order to remember Allah ta'ala and feel feelings of qurb with him. Yes, wa'akim is salatul zikri. Make it part of your sentence. Make it part of your understanding. Approach the prayer like that. So I need to pray to remember Allah. That's the reason we pray. That, oh, you got so busy in the world. Allah says, no. At least five times a day you have to disconnect from the world and remember me. And we're, we're praying, but we're not disconnecting. We're praying, but we're not disconnecting. We're praying, but we're not remembering. And the maqsad, the purpose of the salah was to disconnect and remember. And we're praying. But we're still connected to the world. We're praying, but we're still ghafil, heedless, not remembering Allah Ta'ala. So one easy way, really it's that simple. It's sometimes for some women, it's even that simple, they just have to make that intention. And then they say that, I never thought about this before. I used to just get up praying, that's it. I just thought all I had to do was pray. I thought that's what I was supposed to do. So I did that. I went up and down and said those words. No, you have to have an attitude that I'm going up and down and saying those words, livically. So that I can remember Allah. So you keep the object, the goal in front of you, inshallah you will get a prayer in which you're able to do zikr of Allah. Then you should try especially, so this we've explained in longer talks or workshops on this, on perfecting your prayer and improving your salah. I will just give you one tip, right? And then you will get the card for the website and you can go and listen to the whole workshop online about perfecting your prayer. I will just give you one tip for today and that is to fix your sajda because Allah Ta'ala said in Qur'an make sajda and you will get qurb make prostrate to me and draw closer to me that's what Allah is saying in Qur'an so ayat is sajda, so I'm not reciting it if you're in Arabic make sajda and you will get Qurb. so at least you should start here if somebody says okay give me I need a place to begin, begin with your sajda because sajda is where you have the potential to feel the closest to Allah Ta'ala so how do you begin here? First the tasbih of the sajda, Subhan al Try to feel this sentence. You see the problem is we say all the other sentences and sentences of salah in an unfeeling way. Hence it's not zikr. Because when you do say something with your tongue, but you don't feel it with your heart, it's not zikr. Not zikr. So try to feel this sentence. When you go on sajda, try that your heart feels these words, Subhana, that absolutely perfect, wonderful, amazing, and free from any possibility of defect and flaw. Rabbi is my rub, Al-A'la, the Exalted One. And even if you can't feel the whole sentence, I'll tell you, feel one word in your sajda, which is Rabbi, my rub, Rabb, my rub, my rub. It's actually Allah Ta'ala is giving you a feeling of joy, You see, when you get a new house and you walk in, you know it's my house, you just get happy. You're happy just because it's mine. Or you walk into the kitchen and you see dish set or new microwave or new fridge, you get happy. Why? Because it's mine. So why can we not feel the joy in sajda when we say the word Rabbi, that we know Allah is my Rabb. And if you can't feel the sentence, you can't feel this one word Rabbi, we say, okay, feel one letter, one letter which is the letter Ya, harfi Ya, the letter ya which is attached to the word rab, rabbi. It means mind. Even in says if you could feel this three times, mine, 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 you will start feeling love for Allah Ta'ala. You will feel joy in your sadada. You will be doing zikr of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. You will have ecstasy, epiphany, delight in your heart. When your start, heart starts feeling that Allah is mine. Look how raheem Allah Ta'ala is. Huh? He wants us to feel it. <laughs> He wants us to feel that Allah is ours. He wants us to say this to him, that you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. So try to feel sadda. Sometimes we even tell people that make neat that I won't get up from this sajda until I feel your qurb. Just be insistent. I'm at least going to get feelings of zikr and qurb in my sajda. And believe me, you will get up. You, within one minute you will feel the qurb. See, me and you haven't tried. Let's look back on our salah. How many sentences have we made in our life so far? And how many of them can you say you tried? You actually tried to feel the meaning of subhanahu and Allah. We're not even trying. We just think, I just have to say it. No, this is what our Mashaik, all the other teachers. Our Sheikh has a whole book, unfortunately it's a very overlooked book. He wrote a whole book on Salah. Namaskia, al Rumuz. Those of you who know Urdu, you should read it. It's available on the net and PDF also. If you may not have hard copies in this country, I don't know whole book and this wasn't a talk transcribed because I was there when Shaykh wrote it in America he wrote it he specifically sat down it's called he wrote it you have to fix yourself what am I teach? they teach us this it's our foolishness that we overlook this teaching so start praying in order to remember Allah Ta'ala this is one way you will become from the Zakirat second is you have to learn and remember to say and feel the masnoon du'as. Yes, this is the Nabawi zikr. This is the way Nabi some ﷺ remembered Allah Ta'ala. So you have to remember Allah Ta'ala this way. Now, even if you haven't, don't have the memorized, you can read it from a book, sight read, no problem. But the key thing is you have to feel the feeling. You have to feel the feeling. For example, let's take a simple du'a. So let's take after you eat. So after you eat, you say what? Alhamdulillah, all praises to Allah. Now some of us even forget to say this. And you have to say this after every snack, after every tea, after every meal, huh? after every savory, after every biscuit, after every cupcake. You may be thinking, he just told us not to do any of that. And yes, I'm telling you not to do it. But if you do it, you have to say Alhamdulillah if you do it. Uh. Uh. But it's not just enough to say these words You're supposed to feel The hamd for Allah Ta'ala From your heart That's the Muslim dua You see Sayyidina Rasulullah He wasn't reciting these du'as Because he had a Muslim dua book No He had some feelings in his heart And those feelings were so overwhelming. So much love for Allah Ta'ala. Always remembering Allah Ta'ala. Even in such simple things. Never failing to remember Allah Ta'ala. In such simple things. That the tongue was just expressing the feeling that was in his heart. So for us to make this zikr. Maslun du'a should be viewed as a type of zikr. So you have to work it backwards. So we will say the words on our tongue, and we will try to make those words inspire our heart to feel the feelings of the meanings of those words. So you start with one du'a a day. It means you recite all of them, but start with feeling once, So Allah, I picked this one, so you start with this. Try that every time you eat or drink anything, you feel the hamd for Allah Ta'ala. Don't just say, Alhamdulillah. Pause a little bit. It won't take you much longer. It may take you three seconds to say Alhamdulillah, and it will take you ten seconds to say it with feeling. That's it. That's the only difference. Huh? You can't give an extra seven seconds to make your heart feel the feeling of hamd for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. So this is the second way you can become a muzakirat. Start feeling the feelings of the mustun duas. Yes, recite them. Yes, understand the meanings. But it will only be zikr when? When you feel the feelings of the Muslim du'as. Third thing. Third thing is our Mashaik have taught two special ways of zikr that are called zikr qalbi Very important to do And if you do them It is one of the best ways And deepest ways to become from the zakirat And to get all that itminan And all that barakah that we talked about earlier So then Number one is Salah two, muslood dua third It's called What does it mean? It means that in your heart You should remember Allah Ta'ala all the time You should remember Allah Ta'ala all the time Not with your tongue, in your heart. Because it's our heart that remembers. So imagine for example, there's a woman and she sends her son away to Dharmu to study and she's talking on the phone with her son. So she says to her son that, oh Muhammad, I remember you all the time. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean all day she's walking around saying Muhammad, 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 Muhammad. It's not zikr of the tongue, it's zikr of the heart. She means, O Muhammad, I remember you all the time in my heart. She means, no matter what I might be doing, my heart is still remembering you. I might be with the other children, my heart is remembering you. I might be doing the housework, my heart is remembering you. I might be driving, my heart is remembering you. So from this example you can understand that it is possible to do one thing and still remember something else. Actually Allah Ta'ala gave us that ability So that we would remember Allah Ta'ala in our heart While doing everything that we do Now you have to practice this Because what happens is our heart is out of practice Our heart is either empty, it's blank Which is called ghafla It's heedless, empty, negligent, neglectful of Allah Ta'ala's zikr Or our heart has impure feelings or random thoughts or stray thoughts So it will require a lot of practice so the way you'll practice this is two things. It's called intentions and reminders. You'll have to keep making different intentions and keep reminding yourself throughout the day. Hundreds of times a day, thousands of times a day. Remind your heart to remember Allah Ta'ala. So one way, for example, when you wake up in the morning have niyat, that, ya Allah, I have so many things to do today, but I make intention that whatever I'm doing, all day my heart will be remembering you. You may niyat the zikr, when you, for the whole day, when you start any particular activity, make niyat, that okay, ya Allah, I'm about to go in the kitchen, and I'll be working there for whatever, one, two, three hours, but I make intention that all the time I'm working, my heart will be remembering you. I have to go shopping, I make niyat, that my heart is remembering you. I have to go meet the family, and sit with them, I make niyat, that my heart is remembering you. Whatever you do, you make this intention, that my heart is remembering Allah. Then, during the activity, reminders, You keep reminding your heart to remember Allah Ta'ala. Midway in the activity, sometime during the activity, check. And you'll say, yes, I totally forgot Allah Ta'ala. I got so busy doing what I'm doing, I forgot him entirely. I forgot him completely. My heart was completely empty. This is called ghafla. And Allah Ta'ala said in the Quran, وَلَا تُكُمْ مِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ That don't you dare let yourself forget Allah Ta'ala at all. Not even for one moment. So you'll find that, yes, I forgot. So remind remind your heart to remember Allah keep reminding, keep reminding keep. it's just an exercise, it doesn't take you an extra time this is that zikr that you can do even when you're busy, there's no time required for this, this is the zikr that you do along with all of your busyness you have to keep reminding your heart keep reminding, keep reminding inshallah if you keep making intentions and keep making reminders your heart will start remembering Allah And then you keep reminding, your heart will keep remembering Allah Ta'ala. If you keep reminding, then inshallah, your heart will remember Allah Ta'ala so much, your heart will start reminding you. Your heart will start reminding you. What does it mean? So somebody said something, and you heard, and you're getting feelings of anger for them in your heart, your heart will remind you Allah. And when you remember Allah, then you'll swallow your anger. You're about to raise, you're about to say something with your tongue, maybe slander someone, maybe be mean to someone. You're about to say it, your heart will remind you, Allah. You will bite your tongue, you will be quiet. So keep reminding your heart, and your heart will start remembering. Keep on reminding your heart, your heart will start reminding you. What does it mean to remember Allah? It just means to feel feelings for Allah in your heart. Feel a feeling of love for Him, feeling of tawakkul, trust and dependence on Him, feeling of shukr. Every time you open the fridge, you should feel feelings for Allah Ta'ala. Look how much He gave you. Or every time you look at your children, you should feel feelings for Allah Ta'ala. Look how much He gave you. Feelings of tawakkul. You can remember it's asmal husna. Allah Ta'ala al-kareem. Means Allah is so kareem with me. Allah Ta'ala al Razak, Allah has been so Razak with me. Feel feelings for Allah Ta'ala all the time. All the time. Third thing, uh, fourth thing is called raqaba. Maraqabah is a particular zikr kalbi that you do. And this zikr kalbi is a very special zikr. You're trying to remember Allah in such a way that you forget everything else. And this you can't do along with everything. This you can only do 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. This you can't do along with everything else. This you can only do 10, 15, 20 minutes a day. Once a day, twice a day, three times a day, maybe longer if you have more time. In this zikr, what do you do? You will sit down. You can sit on musalla if you're able. If you can't, you sit on chair. You sit in any position comfortable to you. And you make intention that, Ya Allah, now I'm free. فَإِذَا فَرَبْتَ فَانْسَبْ When you're free, فَانْسَبْ become steadfast. وَإِلَا رَبِّكَ فَرَغَبْ And turn to your rub in yearning and longing. So making it that, Ya Allah, now I'm free, and now I want to turn to you. I want to turn to you and make zikr of you in such a way that I forget everything and only remember you. How will you do that? Allah tells us in Quran وَذِكُرْ رَبَّكَ فِي نَفْسِكَ And make dhikr of your Ram inside yourself تَذَرُّ Humbly, silently, secretly, longingly So you will make me I'm closing my eyes so I don't see anything I'm turning off my thoughts so I don't think anything I'm withdrawing all my awareness from the whole world I'm withdrawing the awareness of everything about me as well I'm focusing all my awareness on one thing, which is my qalm, which is the heart of my ruh, and I make niyat from the heart of my ruh, from my spiritual heart, I'm remembering you. And Ya Allah, you said in Qur'an, Fadkuruni أَذْكُرُكُمْ That if I made zikr of you, that you, you, Allah, you would make zikr of me. So Allah, I ask and beg that you do zikr of me by sending the nur of your hidayah in my heart, the number of your mercy and makrah on my heart, purify my heart of its sins, soften my heart towards the deen, fill my heart with your love, and I make niyat that my kalm is doing zikr, just niyat, that my kalm is doing zikr of your name, like you said in Qur'an, "Wadkur isma ilayhi And make zikr of the name of your Rabb, the name of our Rabb is Allah, ilayhi Focus on the zikr of that name so much, that everything else goes out of focus so you would just sit there and make niyat that my qalb, my spiritual heart is making zikr Allah, Allah, Allah Allah, Allah, Allah your tongue will say nothing you don't be thinking it with your mind you just make niyat that your qalb, your heart is saying it and you, you're unaware of everything else in the world and the only thing you're aware of is this Allah, Allah coming from your heart now in the beginning you won't feel anything you keep sitting you keep sitting. You'll have to sit for 15, 20, 30 minutes. For 2, 3, 4 weeks. It keeps sitting, keep sitting, keep sitting. If you get thoughts, keep sitting. You get more thoughts, sit more. Keep sitting, keep sitting. Because in the beginning you have to unclutter your heart. Let all the thoughts come out. In the beginning you have to let this Allah, Allah enter your heart. It's a process. It's just a few weeks you'll have to go through it. Then you will get your first breakthrough in zikr. What does that mean? Then for one minute you will say yes. One minute actually worked. What does it mean it worked? I actually did become unaware of everything in the world and everything about me, and the only thing I was aware of was the zikr of Allah, Allah. Then you keep doing it, then it may happen for two minutes. Then you keep doing it, then it may happen for three minutes. And you keep doing it, then you'll have now developed an ability that you can remember Allah in your heart. Then that ability will spill over into your salah, namaz, into your tilawat, to Quran, your dua. Then it can spill over to your whole life. Your whole life you can be remembering Allah. All day and all night, your heart will be remembering Allah. So this is called muraqabah. This is called muraqabah. The last thing you can do to become zakirat is a few zikrs of the tongue, recitation of Qur'an. If you can recite one juz, one para a day, wonderful. Otherwise half a juz, half a para. If you can't even do that, recite something. Hundred times istighfar, astagfirullah, harambe, min kulli halmi wa atubu ilayh. And 100 times dirt for Allahumma Sanni Allahumma Sayyidina Muhammad wa Allahumma Sayyidina Muhammad wa wa Sallam. That's it. If you do these eight things, seven things, this will help you to be from the Zakirat. Number one, put the zikr back in your Salah and your namaz. Number two, make masnoon dawaz with feeling. Number three, wa kufa kalbi means remember Allah on your heart all the time. No matter what you do Number four, do muraqabah Sit down for 15-20 minutes a day Once a day, twice a day Try to forget everything in the world And only remember Allah By making zikr of his ism i ism Allah, Allah Fifth, make hundred Fifth, recite Qur'an Sixth, make istighfar And seventh, recite Durut Sharif Salawat And the Prophet salam, Hundred times a day Allahumma salli ala salli ala salli ala muhammad Wa ala 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 These seven things combined will at most take you an hour a day. One hour a day, you can become zakirat. No, if you tell a girl one hour a day, she can't even finish first grade. If you tell a woman one hour a day, she can't become an alimah. If you tell one hour a day, you know one hour a day you can't get all your housework done. So this is what it means, it's easy. You just have to in total give one hour a day, you can split it up. And you will be able to do mm-hmm. your Quran, istighfar druchif. And the rest of the 23 hours, in the back of your heart, you remember Allah Ta'ala all the time. Insha'Allah, by following this method of our Masha'ith, you can also become zakirat, and you can get the itminan and barakah that is there in this zikr, Then you will enjoy being mu'mina, you will enjoy the deen, your life will become easier, you will have more barakat and blessing in your life, and you will have itminan in your kalb. May Allah Ta'ala accept this niyat from us, may he make each and every one of us from the zakirin
0: and zakirat. to dua. So before we make du'a, we want you to recite
1: some kalimat. We're going to take those women who want to learn this path of zikr and be on the path of zakirat. So we'll take, on behalf of our Shaykh, the Shaykh Zulfiqar Rahman Aliya, we will recite these kalimat and inshallah you will become students of Salsalah, learners of zikr, and alhamdulillah there are many people here who can tutor you in zikr and guide you in zikr, but today because you heard the benefits of this zikr and in your heart you should be wanting to learn zikr, so I want you to make niyat now, that I also want to be from the zakirat, and I want to learn from those zakirin who are already remembering you, just like we take our tafsir from mufassirin, we take our hadith from muhadithin, we take our fiqh from fuqaha, we want to learn our zikr from zakirin, so you make this niyat in your heart, sometimes This is called Bayt. Bayt means to make a commitment to Allah Ta'ala. To make a commitment to Allah Ta'ala. Ya Allah, I want to make tawbah for all of my previous sins. And in the future, I want to live a life that is pleasing to you. Following the sunnah of your blessed messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And I want to be dedicated to my Tazkiyah my islah. I want to fix myself. I want to purify myself. I want to make myself more pleasing to you. And ya Allah, to make myself firm on this intention. I'm taking commitment to you, Allah. And taking the help of a line of mashaykh that by by connecting my heart to their hearts and listening and practicing their teachings, talimat, and by practicing the dhikr atkar that they prescribe, inshallah my heart will also fall in love with you. So make this niyat in your heart. I will recite some words of Iman and Istighfar. Repeat after me. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. La ilaha Rasulullah. billahi.
0: ومملأ إكته وكتبه ورسله واليوم
1: الآخر والقدر خيره وشره من الله تعالى والبعث بعد الموت أمنت بالله كما هو بأسمائه والصفاته وقبلت جميع أحكامه إكرام باللسان وتصديق
0: بالقلب أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأشهد أن محمدا عبده و رسوله استغفر اللہ نبی
1: من کل ذنب و اتوب الی
0: و صل اللہ تعالی محمد و
1: Ya arhamar rahimin. Alhamdulillah, by your saying these words, we've all made our tawbah together to Allah spawned Taala and have ignited in our heart a desire to become from the zaqeen and Zakirat You practice these zikr that were mentioned to you. You remain in touch with the women and appas and wallamas here. Alhamdulillah, you have two appas and wallamas in this area. One is apa Maimuna layli and she inshallah will be conducting different programs and classes in English and then you have a apa Appa and she will be conducting classes in Urdu so you should connect yourself to these zakirat, alimat and inshallah they will guide you, tutor you on this path of zikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Jo khuateen
0: Urdu wali hai, ya alhamdulillah wat khas or mahbuba, Shaginda Alima zakira, اور جو عورتے ہیں وہ ابتدا میں یہی طریقہ ہوتا ہے کہ ذاکرات علمات سے یہ چیز سیکھنا
1: ان کے ساتھ اپنے آپ کو جوڑنا آپ خالد جان انشاءاللہ یہاں تشریف آئیں بھی ہے وہ اپنا تعرف بھی آپ سے کروا دیں گی انشاءاللہ اگلے ہفتہ دھائی بجے دھائی بجے بیان ہوگا اور तो फिर ये उर्दू बयान में आएं और अपने दो सहेलियां को लेकर आएं क्योंकि यहां इमारत में तो काम होता रहता है और बहुत से लोग हैं जो उर्दू समझते हैं और हमारे मिशाय की बातें क्योंकि असलन उर्दू ही में होती हैं तो उसमें ज़्यादा एक रंग होता है तासीर होता है एक नूर होता है। ओम so before we make du'a, du'a s-sipa'ana t-hoye dir le, Before we make du'a, close your eyes, bow your head, disconnect yourself from everything in this world. Make niyat that your kalb is calling out to Allah, that your spiritual heart is making zikr,
0: Allah, Allah, Allah. لا إله إلا هو محمد رسول الله عنه ونستغفره ونستعينه والله محمد Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Rabbana dhanmana anfusana wa illa matkflana wa tarhamna danakunnana min alqasirin. Rabb ikfir walham wa anta khairul rahimin. Ya Rabbik Kareem. We have been so neglectful of You. We came as Rafilin and Rafilat. We want to leave as Zakirin and Zakirat. Ya Rabb, we ask that You change the condition of our
1: heart, overwhelm the condition of our heart. Help take out all the slackness from our life, all the laziness in our life Make us strong in Deen Steadfast in Deen Ya Rabbi Kareem. But in our heart a yearning for you A desire for you A love for you A passion for you Incline our heart towards all of the extras of Deen Ya Rabbi We have so many years of our life now We've enjoyed the comforts of this world The pleasures of this world Now Rabbi Kareem, We want you to attract our heart To the pleasures of Akhira The pleasures of Deen The sweetness of Zikr The halawat of Imam The Lutf of Salah The Surur of Sajdah Ya Rabbi Kareem, I ask that you make Deen the delight of our heart Deen the passion of our heart Deen the object of our life Ya Rabbi Kareem. We too want to be amongst those blessed ones Whose hearts remember you Whose hearts yearn for you Whose hearts are always missing you Ya Rabbi Kareem. For so many years we've been ghafil Ya Rabbi Kareem. Make us Zakir Ya Allah You just have to say Kun And then Fayyukun You have to wish and will it to be And it will happen Ya Rabbi Karim We ask that you direct the kudrat of your irada Onto our quloob And make our quloob from the zakareen and zakirad, Make us from the sadiheen and salihat Make us from the sadiqeen and sadiqat Ya Rabbi Karim, These women came here today Seeking your pleasure Hoping they would hear something Find something that would connect them to you Ya Rabbi Karim, Be true to their hopes Fulfill their wishes Before they rise from this gathering Ya Rabbi Karim, Make them from your muqarrab Make them your mahbubin Make them of your beloved servants and slaves, make them from your closest servants and slaves Ya Allah, we ask that you shower your protection on them your hidayah on them, put barakah in their time, barakah in their home barakah in their risk, barakah in their health, put barakah in all their family relations, ya Allah soften the hearts of the family members towards deen soften the hearts of the children towards deen soften all the relations ya Rabbi Kareem, remove all the obstacles in following deen and ya Allah we ask that you grant us the teachings of haya, grant all the men, the haya that is the resemblance of Sayyidina Yusuf alayhi salam and grant all the women a haya that resembles Sayyidina Maryam b.a.t. anha, the same way she would have walked and talked, the same way she would have acted and interacted, ya Rabbi Karim grant the same sifat to them ya Rabbi Karim you put these two beautiful stories in Quran, ya Rabbi, we fail to take heed, we even fail to take notice ya Rabbi Karim but we want to make heed today, take heed today make niyah today, ya Rabbi make us amongst the people of haya, make us amongst the people of Taqwa. Grant us the adab and akhlaq of Nabi Yakreem sallallahu alayhi sallam. Ya those women who are already studying ilm, we ask that you put barakah in their studies, barakah in their learning. Grant them the nur of that ilm. Ya those women who made intention today to join the gatherings of the women, Ya Allah, connect their hearts with the alimat, zakirat. Make that connection a source of them getting the, your pleasure, Ya Allah, and draw them ever and over closer to your qurb and ever closer to your rahmah. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Karim. فَنَا تَكَمَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمِ وَتُوبُ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَابُ الرَّحِيمِ وصلى اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ على بِهِ سَيْدَنَا مُحَمَّدِ
0: وَعَلَىٰ آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ اَجْمَعِينَ بِرَحْمَتِكَ يَا رَحْمَ الرَّحِمِينَ